I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Sponsored by Treeball Soft Mints. Absolute Radio. Hey, it's not the weekend podcast with uh, Frank Skinner for Absolute Radio with Gareth and Emily. Hi. Hi, Frank. Hi. Mm, worried about my hair. What do you think? What aspect of it are you worried about? Well, I, I looked at it. It looks... I just looked at it in the mirror. It mm. looks like it's become like a small flame on my head. <laughs> Got a bit of a Tintin quiff going on. You know that bit in the Bible when uh, the, the, the disciples were all locked in their rooms and then flames appeared on their head? It, look, it looked like that. Mm. Mm. So um, what I've done is I, I didn't stay at the home. The day of Pentecost. Yeah. I don't it's, think they were locked in separate rooms. Did I say separate rooms? They were locked in their rooms like they've been naughty. Okay. <laughs> well, they're locked in a room. You lot, well, I'm separating you. Also, did the, they live in some form of student accommodation? <laughs> Why were they all in separate the halls of residence? House. They, were, they, were in a, they were in a kind of one big room. Oh, were they? Mm. I oh. think it was like a yeah. you know, studio apartment. Studio. <laughs> and they locked themselves. It was open plan. But when I went to the, you know, the barbers mm. and, and they said, what do you want? I didn't say, um, Pentecost. <laughs> Pentecost. Go for it. Anyway, um, that's neither hither nor thither, I think you'll agree. I went to see um, Legally Blonde. Oh, oh, that sounds very up my strata. It is. It's very... Well, the first song is called Oh My God. Oh. So, and it, it, it's all... It's about girls in pink and stuff. It's brilliant. But before I'd got through the door, a girl, a teen... No, she wasn't teenage, probably early 20s, said to me, um, Oh, God, you won't like this. It's not your cup of tea at all. <laughs> Oh. Oh. Was it a filter? Is the door fitted with some sort of filter? Uh, yeah, well, it was... No, not you. <laughs> it, it wasn't the door. It was the woman, a girl oh. at the door. It, it was very... And, and she said it was a very weird mix of sort of invert... It's almost a, a sort of like she was carrying an idiots-only sign. Mm. She was like saying to me, you know, you won't like this because you're a bit, you know... It's mainly for us idiots. And I thought, well, first of all, don't be harsh on yourself. And secondly, how can you possibly know what my taste is in live entertainment? Exactly. And thirdly, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I carried on because I felt confident I would like it. It's the gayest event I've ever been to in my life. That doesn't make it a bad thing. No. But at one point I was saying to the friend sitting next to me, I said, uh, what I like about this, um, I said... Uh, is there's lots of celebrities here, but they're all very people who I don't really regard as proper celebrities, so I'm more relaxed. Oh, good, them. like oh, you then. Good. Yeah, I said, Did yeah. you say that too? I said, my friend who I was. Okay. Yeah. And I said, you know, they're sort of comedy celebrities that are famous sort of to be laughed at more than anything else. Mm. Are they wiki faces? And she started nodding me, you know, and I realised that Craig Revel Horwood was not three seats away. Oh, mm. And I thought, well, I'm sure Craig wouldn't think I was... Well, referring. no, you obviously weren't talking about him. No. But um, David Tennant was there. Oh, that's oh. very A-list. Yeah, very A-list. And he was at the, the party after, and mm. I have to admit, I was too frightened to approach him. Mm. You? You, needed just, the, you know what, you needed the OC. Yeah, I know the OC. He's uh, big pals with him. Yeah, he is. He's like, um, it's that almost like the OC is his familiar. <laughs> you know that thing? Like that, a witch's familiar. You know familiar. the thing that Derek Akora, is, is he called Sam or something? Sam who introduced him to the, other, to the spirit, people from the world of spirit. That's what I needed. I needed the OC as my familiar who could, who could bring me into the tenant world. 
But we were at the bar together. It was a perfect moment right. to lean across and say, I've seen your bed or something oh, of, of that course. nature. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> but I was too frightened at me. Too frightened. Oh. So I ended up uh, speaking to someone from Lighting. I'm not saying they weren't interesting. <laughs> what other celebs were there? Oh, well, there was um, Simon Callow. Oh, not ca- I thought you were going to say Cowl. He must get yeah, that a no, lot. He must get that a lot. People he say, who's coming? Simon Cowl. When he's on Hello? the phone. Oh. Oh, no, it's Simon C- And at the moment of Simon C- he hears a great burst of excitement. And then he says Cowl. And they go, oh. Mm. oh. There was a bit where, in the interval, he was leaning. You know, where sometimes people lean on the stage to talk to friends in the front row. He leaned on the stage, middle of the stage, facing the audience, in a real kind of, in case you haven't spotted me, by the way. Well, you know what that was? I think it was a bit of territorial spraying. It's a bit, this is my area. Of course, I'm allowed to touch the stage, don't you know, because I I am an actor. I was in four weddings and a funeral, don't you know? That's a fabulous impression. Congratulations. (laughs) Um, He was called Gareth in four weddings and a funeral. You were. Move on. Craig, so there was Craig Revel Horwood and him. And Simon C... Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, there was um, that bloke who comes on this morning and he's gay. I don't remember quite what he does. Paul Ross? No, not... He's oh, he's not, not gay. gay. No, he's very un-gay. No, so. Philip Schofield? No, he's, he's def- not gay. He's definitely <laughs> not gay. No, we get sued? <laughs> not snowy. <laughs> No, anyway, so um, it was. Are we going to get sued now? What? Well, no, because we've said you me. I haven't got anything. But I'll tell you something about. I recommend Legally Blonde and something. To my lawyers. It's the best dog acting I have ever seen in my life. Is there a real dog? Frank? There's two real dogs. Oh, well, that's not hard acting as a dog if they're a dog. Yes, but, <laughs> but I've worked with a few. Um, so-called stage dogs. Yeah, so. Right? I know. I, I, I don't want, if, if Chris Miles... My Chris Miles nerve twitched, but I thought, like, not, not me. Not me, Buster. I, um... No, I've worked with a few dogs. And, uh, <laughs> I hate you for even... So, uh, and then they turn up with their handlers. Oh, God. Yeah, and their handlers... They have always got the job, because you've said, oh, what I need him to do, I need him to be able to jump onto my lap... At a given signal. Can I ask say, you something? Oh, Frank? yes, he'll do that. Why does a handler always wear a sweatshirt, I find, as well? <laughs> well, if you're dog handling. Oh, well, that's it's true. It's got to be something you can You rinse. don't want to crack open the Versace. No, <laughs> no. Because um, that would be straight to the vet. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, um, yeah, they always say, oh, yeah, you can, if you, you know, can you make him bark? Yes, I'll just one word from me, you'll mm. bark. And when they can, they can never do anything. Mm. Absolute rubbish you could just as soon have sent someone off to the park and just say just get a dog we'll, we'll make the best yeah chances they're just dog owners <laughs> not handlers <laughs> if it's even their dog they often act as if the dog's never seen them before in his life <laughs> but these first of all there's like a small um chihuahua is it a chihuahua and he comes on stage and he goes up to the main character goes and she said what was that what happened and he went and it was incredible there's a bit where he he jumps over three things right into a bag and then sits down. I mean, amazing. Oh. And then there's a bulldog later on. Oh, I'm less keen on that. No, them. but he was very good. He was so Big good. Big Jamie Redknapp, though. Because I thought, I'll never see another dog who can act as well as the Chihuahua. Did he try and sell car insurance? No, he didn't. But the bulldog was so good, I wondered if it was the Chihuahua in a skin. I thought the chances of getting two dogs that good... I can imagine the Chihuahua coming off, unzipping and going, Phew, it's hot out there tonight. <laughs> yeah, but I'd recommend uh, Legally Blonde. You don't have to be gay to enjoy it. 
No, but it helps. Which is something I've said about so many things <laughs> over the years, but I'm not going to name any of them. So you you were out on the town, weren't you? Weren't yeah, you? I went out last night. Um, it was an interesting situation. I think. Well, you... I think we'll be the judge of that. <laughs> <laughs> I think as you get older, you get. Let's a say bit... it was a situation at this stage. Jury's <laughs> <laughs> still out. I may be bigging it up mm. by saying situation. Um, I think as you get older, you get a bit more assertive. You become aware. You know, you get to know yourself, and you get to know others. And um, my friend invited me to a um, a spoken word event. Okay. It was a, um, a theatre in Cambridge, and it was a spoken word artist he really likes called Polar Bear. Um, I didn't mean to laugh when I said that. It's Polar no. Bear. It's his name. What do you mean by a spoken word artist? Well, it's kind of like I'm poetry. a spoken word artist, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Spoken word night, that's sitting in the pub with your friends, isn't it? Spoken word. No, it's sort of like, it's poetry, but it's a bit cooler than poetry. It's a bit somewhere between rapping and poetry, usually. Something that's sounds spoken dreadful. Word. Oh, well, I don't know. Polar bear. It's, it's poetry, but they don't want it to sound like poetry. No. Um, and my mate asked me along, and he said that he'd already asked his other mate... Um, and would I like to come? Mm. And I said, well, um, I, I'm happy to go with you, but if your other mate is definitely going, I do, I, I'll not go. <gasps> do you know the other mate? No, oh. I don't know. And I and you feel like you're being set up with other people's friends. Like, I don't, I don't like it when... You sound a like a jealous yours, lover. <laughs> <laughs> no, a friend, of, a friend of yours invites you to something that he's invited his other friends who you don't know too. I don't like, I don't like the friends of friends. You don't like people. I don't much. like... <laughs> I do like people. I don't like... I'm not very good with new people. That is but the truth surely that friend was a new people once. Um, it's like, yes. OK, Gareth, Frank and I were friends of friends. Who, what friends do we have in common? No, Frank and oh, I, right. you and I don't have any friends in common. <laughs> Frank and Certainly I. Not me. Frank and I were friends of friends. Frank okay. and I. And then we broke through. Yeah. Broke through the what? Well, then we became the friends. Then we became actual oh, right. friends. We stopped being FOF and just became F. Exactly. <laughs> you see. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. So, um, I don't, I'm not, having said that, I once, um, I toured with a guy called Steve Best. Do you know him? Is it a comic? Uh, no. Okay. Um, he's a friend who might know him. Oh. Yeah. And uh, I went out with him and his wife once, both very nice, who I knew, and uh, they brought a friend. Oh, oh yeah. And uh, a woman, mm. and I have to say, I didn't take to her at all. Oh, God, was it me? No, but I really didn't. No, it wasn't I really oh. didn't take to her. And Oh, I love this. Hang on, I'm getting comfy. I love this story. At about, I'd say it was about 20 past 10 in the evening. I Why said, didn't you take to her, Frank? <laughs> I can't remember now, but I remember very Thank clearly you. saying to her, you know, I really don't like you at all. You did not. I did. Oh, oh so you my really days. didn't take to her. Yeah, and it was, well, it was an awkward moment. Yeah, it bit. will be when you yeah. say that to someone. <laughs> it wasn't an, I don't think that's an overstatement. But um, I just felt it needed to be said. Mm. Um, oh. and, uh, I bet that warmed up the evening retreat. <laughs> no, but it was towards the end of the evening. I'd given a severi, oh. several, uh, several... Can I ask a, you, were you single I'd given time? a Labisifri <laughs> album by the score. Yes. Were they trying to sort of set you up? Do you no, think? not at all, Oh, no. just friends. Yeah. No, no, just... Uh, no. no they, they thought, uh, oh, you know who Frank will hate. Yeah, I don't, want a, <laughs> I don't want a relationship when I hate them at the beginning. 
you know, that would be completely... Everything would... My, uh, do so, I go before my horse to market? Yeah. What was it about this woman that you um, took against? So? Well, I, I can't really... Re- I, there was, it wasn't <laughs> a grey area. You know, I, it would have to be very strong for me to actually say, uh, you know, I don't like you very much. But um, I... No. It wasn't just jealousy, because you do get friend jealousy you know what i mean you think oh i wonder where we are in the league table of their friends also yeah. frank don't you hate it when the friends are friend i hate friends are friend when they start going oh don't you remember when we did that yeah. thing we yeah. went to spain yeah. and, and it's always something before you met them yeah. like old school friends thinking, i hate yeah, it yeah, we and i i feel like i'm the one in the back of the car leaning through <laughs> trying to talk to them yeah. that's how i feel at that yeah, point i would not been. really listening and i would have been like they are both i would have been the other friend that's the thing because I'm quite a gentle. Yeah, you person. were. I'm not being you rude, would, but you no, would have been. definitely. I, I would, been yeah. I'm always not the other friend. I don't know if you've even been the other friend. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might have been making up the, the numbers. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I think you'd have might been. Uh, I, I thought I'd better invite this bloke so I hadn't seen him for ages. I think you'd might have even been that. But I think this something happened in the car. Well, there was a something the, happened in the car. <laughs> was an incident <laughs> on the way. Some I noticed something that confirmed my suspicions so I don't think I would have got on with this other friend <laughs> they were both wearing the same school blazer <laughs> no he didn't it, just me and the friend went in, in the end the other friend didn't <gasps> you saw him off he, he won it, well no he wouldn't have liked this slightly arty spoken word situation he thought it was a load of old rubbish I thought you so didn't, didn't know really the other you don't friend. know him don't well, no, you prejudge him well that's what my him. friend said my oh, friend okay. said about the other friend. You know the f- he's trying it. to do yeah, now yeah and if you hadn't gone he'd have said that about you exactly not true Anyway, He's I got in the car. He's trying to play you off against one and actually being played <laughs> like violence. <laughs> I noticed in the car on the inside of the windscreen, um, drawn in the condensation was the genitals of a man. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Who had done... What, the friend of the friend had done it? And the it. friend of the friend had drawn that on. <laughs> I'm, he's not my Is that right? Well, that's yeah. so, so you knew where to sit. <laughs> <laughs> Did he write in the dirt, if my wife was this dirty, I wouldn't leave the house in the morning? <laughs> no, he hadn't done that. But OK. I think well, let him what off. he had done, it spoke volumes. What a yes. horrible man. I think you're right. I think um, I once saw it written in the dirt of a white... Well, not written, drawn in the dirt of a white van. A really fabulous drawing of Hank Williams, the country and western <laughs> legend. It was brilliant. Wow. Apps, and it just drawn in dust. And I thought a bit of rain and that'll be gone. It was, honestly, it was a, really? one of those moments in, in life where you think, oh, isn't... Well, I'll tell you what it was. Reasons to be cheerful, part three. Yeah, it was. Well, not necessarily part three, but you know what <laughs> I'm saying. Three. Yeah. Okay, well, How many um, of those jingles have you got? That's the choice <laughs> with those other friends. They, they don't always know their place. Mm. Mm. That's the problem. Who was Polar Bear? Um, it was, well, the thing was, on the poster it said... white backdrop, um, you couldn't see. <laughs> in a, um, he Is he on a nose. little glacier mint? Um, it That'll said on the poster... If he stood on a mock glacier mint, <laughs> say one about 18 inches across. Mm. Um, on the poster it said a departure from his normal style. Mm. So my friend was a big fan of what he normally does, but well, he's doing we all something are. different. Frank and I are big risk. fans of... Should we get him on as a guest? We should. Yeah. Po- yeah, does no, he swear? Good. No, I don't think so. He's a lovely man. He's from Birmingham. Is he? Hmm. Oh, um, God, this global warming's gone completely <laughs> out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what it was, it, it was called a spoken film. Oh, ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear any more about it. Okay. Emily, as what you been. What you might want to hear about, though, <laughs> is something rather exciting. 
Um, I've come up with a little bit of an invention. I've never had an invention before. Yes. Um, but it did. It occurred. Never had an invention. <laughs> I've never invented anything. Right. Okay. Um, and this week, that's all changed. Because due to the adverse weather conditions this week, you may have noticed last week, I apologise, uh, very windy and rainy. Mm. My worst combo. Mm. Can't bear that. I don't mind a it's bit of... It's not popular. It's not universally <laughs> no, popular. No, I don't mind a bit of wind on its own. Don't mind a bit of rain, rain. on its own. But together, mm. it's a lethal cocktail. Yeah, you're right. Because you're you get the upturned umbrella. <laughs> Who can look good oh, with that? Oh, I hate the upturned umbrella. It makes me feel sick. The humiliation. I just feel so mortal. I hate it. I end up walking against the wind with the umbrella, not sheltering me from the rain at all, but just having to go straight forward to try and stop it doing it. Because it mm. happened to me once. It blew inside. <laughs> this is absolutely true. And somebody walking past as I tried to struggle to get it back said, go on, get a life. <gasps> and I thought, what do you mean, get a lot? This is not something I've come out to do. This is not a pastime. I'm struggling here. Can you believe it? Anyway, so I, uh, so what, what's your invention? Then? Okay. A windshield hear me, hear me of some no, kind. No, it's still an umbrella. I'm actually, I'm honestly want to You've go on Dragon's Den with this. I want to go on Dragon's Den, Duncan Bannatyne. I think you'll be impressed. Mm. Isn't Dragon's Den the name of your house? <laughs> I'm really glad you busted in there. Yeah, so, yeah, when I was so on the cut. This week's competition is complete that <laughs> sentence. That was the most from Gareth John Richards. Yeah. <laughs> um so anyway. Oh I've lost my place now, Frank. Yeah, my invention. Oh yeah. Mm. So do you want to know what it is? Oh, God, it's yeah. an umbrella, but it's made of metal. So it's, I, it's think, like I a, think I might have seen one of these before. No, you haven't. It's a steel umbrella. A steel umbrella. Yes, but thin sheets of metal. Like, like oh, you mean of, sans canvas? Yeah, no canvas at all. Blimey. Just steel. The whole thing is metal. It's retractable. Heavy. goes in and out quickly. A bit heavy. No. <laughs> I've thought of that. Because it's made of whatever that substance they make um, business card holders with. It's made of that. Steel. Like a little metal. Yes, but wafer thin. Like sort oh, of right, laptop so. Mac Airbook thin. Mm. And then it's retractable, one action, and that's it, in and out. Stainless steel? Yes, but that stains sometimes, I find. Does it? But you wouldn't, it wouldn't be shaking water everywhere. It would protect wouldn't you it? against the wind. No, because the water would just come off. It would be dry in a second. Won't the edges be quite sharp? Yeah, you know when you walk along and you click, you <laughs> click umbrellas, or they'll be yeah. sparking. they will be yeah, actual <laughs> sparking. <laughs> It'd be like Ben-Hur, I'd love it, with the chariot racing. You could slice the top of someone's head off. I think it would have to be heavy, though. No, they can do things very aerodynamically now. With steel? Well, yes. Well, don't it might need to be me. made of something else. Oh, I think it's my a good judgment is off. I was absolutely convinced that the umbrella hat was going to be a big thing. You remember the umbrella <laughs> what hat? Was that? Oh. It's just like a hat that you wear, like a cap with straps under the chin and it's got an umbrella <laughs> fitting. When I first saw them, I thought, well, that, that's going to absolutely... We'll, we'll, there'll be no umbrellas in, in, in two years' time. The umbrella... If I'd have had money, if I'd have been Dragon's Day and I'd have put everything into the umbrella hat, where are they now? Hmm. Well, the thing is with that, when it's raining, I sometimes wear a hat and that keeps the rain off my head. Well, anyway, I... Um, I, I don't think a, uh, shall we call it a, a steel gamp? I don't think a steel gamp is going to catch on. Are you familiar with the word gamp? No. no. It's a term for umbrella. It's one of my favourites. Oh, is it? Another one is bomber shoot. Oh. Oh, God, yeah, I remember the, uh, do you remember the English character in Sergeant uh, Nick Fury and his Howling Commandos? No. 
Well, he used to talk about, <laughs> he used to talk about his gamp and his, and his bomber shoot. If I, imagine if I turned up on Dragon Serna and I'd never told you and you just suddenly saw me. It'd be the best <gasps> thing ever. Would you love that? I'm going to do that. With like four blokes hauling in the umbrella. <laughs> All oil torsos. One of them accidentally drops it against himself and slices open his chest. <laughs> it's not sharp. Blood everywhere. Anyway, it's a I work in progress. I won't, I won't be investing. I am. Um, Oh, I went. Are you out? I'm out. Okay. I went to. Um, you went to Legally Blonde, so you're already out. <laughs> <laughs> but something else I went to this. this I went to. They, they had a, a 20th anniversary dinner for Have I Got News for You? Oh. And I got invited. Mm. Now, I was a bit surprised I was invited, to be honest, because. Well, yeah, but you're done. quite good on that. You've had good reviews when yeah. you've been on that. I've yeah, heard. but I don't. I've only done it about, what, six, seven times in, in ten ye- 20 years. It's well, quite a lot. a lot to be on it's the same programme. Anyway, they, um, I, was, I ended up on like the captain's table. So there's like um, the, the boss of the production company, as Mark Thompson, the, uh, the director general of the BBC, some other major, and me. Mm. I felt like a competition winner. <laughs> so I was there, and it was a, they, they were going to do speeches. Everyone, Paul Merton was going to do a speech, and the producer do a speech. He and his lot, and it was a fabulous tension in the air because obviously, when you get comedians doing speeches like that, mm. everyone in their head can see a sort of neon lit league table of best speech of the night. Mm. It's never mentioned, but there's a terrible. I was so glad I wasn't doing one. <laughs> So I'm not going to say who won, but it was... Uh, oh, you could Paul Merton. Paul. No, Paul I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say. But anyway, um, we got... Um, everyone who's been a host on the show got a special uh, present. I've got mine with me. And I know, oh. I, I know, I know wow. visual stuff doesn't... What is it? I'm getting it out of my, um, oh, okay. my undertaker's black bag. <laughs> Ready, you'll love this. Okay. And there it is. It says, have I got news for you? First broadcast, 28th September 1990 with... Oh, it's got all the names on it. All the on hosts. On from a, um, from all Des Lynam on to Jack towel. D. On a tea t- It's a souvenir tea towel. <laughs> oh, and they've, and they've even got Sanjeev Bhaskar on there. That's yes. sweet. But how good is that, a souvenir tea wow. towel? That put, uh, mixed, how good I, is it? You know, Princess, Princess Diana was on. The tea towel? Yeah. Uh, can I be honest? I think that's a bit tight. What? I think it's a bit broken Britain, that tea towel. Oh, come on. I'm sorry, Frank. You go to a big anniversary dinner like that, I want more than a tea towel. <laughs> no, I thought... <laughs> I'm not just... saying Tiffany key rings. Basically, it suggests washed up. Isn't it more dried up? Yeah, dried up. Yeah. Well, once it's no, washed. it's not, because Sanji Pascal's on there. Washed up. It's ironic that I'm both dried <laughs> up and washed up when you think about it. Both those things have happened to me. No, I thought I was pleased with it. Aww. I say, you know, the, yes. our Queen of Hearts used to be on tea towels. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just so told, that sounded rude. I don't know why it did. So, so what else happened on the night? Duchess of Cornwall not on many tea towels. <laughs> no, think, no. Often, I think she gets. I think she's been on a couple of J cloths. Yeah, as an experiment. So that, and I ended the night. There was me and Joe Brand and a guy called Dave Cohen, and we sat around playing a game called Whose Line Is It Anyway, which is not what you think it is. Mm. It's you have to say a joke. And you have to say which comedian used to do that joke on the London comedy circuit in the late 1980s. Very good. <laughs> it's a very enjoyable thing. We sat there. Oh, 
I could have spent the whole night doing it. But I was I was pleased to be um, invited, but um, like I say, it wasn't really, it wasn't to do with me. And then also someone said to me, I said, oh, I read your thing about blah, blah, it's very good. They said, oh, you'll like my next one, it's very you, it's about pathos. Oh. And I thought, does he think I was in the Three Musketeers? <laughs> <laughs> no, but what did he mean by that? Well... Do I deal in pathos? No, maybe he just meant you were sensitive. <laughs> that sounds like some Greek <laughs> drug seller. <laughs> he just maybe he just meant you were kind of quite sensitive and empathetic. I'll take that. Okay, next. Yeah. <laughs> yes, um, I'll, I'll take that as my interpretation. I really like "Have I Got News for You," but Laura absolutely hates it. Like Does it's she? her worst program. Why? I think she can't stand the sight of Ian Hislop. Oh my god! I don't oh. think she likes the look of him. But you can't, you don't judge people by, surely by... I doesn't find him funny. I don't think so. Oh, I don't you, know. I don't think can't please like everyone. Program. Maybe he's, it's a boys' programme. He's such a lovely man. Like but, him. Maybe it's a boys' programme. Oh, 1973. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I sometimes watch programmes that men watch as well. <laughs> <laughs> I've been known to. Like I don't what? always watch my ladies' soaps every day. <laughs> Come round yours, the soaps are on him. That's what you say. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm surprised. I've never met anyone who doesn't like it. You've met Laura. <laughs> well, I didn't know. She didn't oh, bring right. it up early on. What? What? And it's just based on the his Lopian. I don't know. There may be other factors, but no, she particularly doesn't um, doesn't like him. I'm glad we've cleared that up. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. She I'm... thinks he's snidey. Oh, she's come a bit on. negative about things. <laughs> what? She thinks he's tinchy snidey. <laughs> 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 he's quite tinchy actually. <laughs> That's what she should call him if she's telling us that. She's calling Tinchy Snidey from now on. Not that she can be really relevant. She doesn't watch it. Do you watch it? Yeah, I really like it. Well, that must be a bit... How does oh, that go down in the evening there? <laughs> it's OK. I watch it and she... Does she does the else. chicken wings. I was no, going to say, Frank, it's, it's hardly The Apprentice Night in with the wings. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that we've, we've, we've split the camp somewhat. Mm. Which is somewhere else I did illegally blind. <laughs> <laughs> The last, that's the last time I drink pims. After you'd cracked open the Versace. <laughs> exactly. Well, that was, again, wasn't deliberate. <laughs> I, did, I didn't know. So tenuous. So, yeah, so... Um, and the saddest story of the week, I, think, I don't want to end on, on a sad note, mm. but um, when, when I was in South Africa with, uh, with Emma, our producer, is here at my side now, at my very side, um, and uh, David Biddle, we, uh, we, we spent uh, some time... Passing the Wild at Heart set in the, I say set, it was an area of grassland. Mm. <laughs> um, we spent, we saw quite a lot, and, and the driver we had, um, he, um, what was he? Ernest, yeah. Ernest, yeah, Ernest. Oh, great Ernest name. would say, you know, um, I, I nearly did the accent. Mm. He'd say, "We we 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 used to work dead, yeah, <laughs> right." Uh, I did do the accent, not well, but I did it to hell with it. Uh, and uh, they have a, a giraffe is a regular... I don't know if he's a character on there. I think he's, he's more um, background stuff. But this week he was, uh, he was struck by lightning. Oh. Now, I'd never... But apparently it's, it's an occupational hazard oh, for giraffes. Yeah. Because usually you don't go anywhere high the if there's lightning. tallest of the animals. Yeah, tallest of the animals. And Stephen Merchant. It might affect him as well. Yeah, well, I, I don't know if he's ever guested on him, but that would be... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, giraffes would be sheltering under him. <laughs> but um, I thought, well, that's a terrible... I mean, you know, yeah. that, apparently the cast were very upset mm. about it. But I thought a, a giraffe struck by lightning... T- ter- tragic. 
but but worth seeing. Wow, that's true. Because I, I imagine it would be like remember when Tom Tom and Jerry when Tom in Tom was it Tom which was the cat. Tom. Yeah. When Tom got electrocuted yeah. and the whole skeleton would show through. <laughs> yeah. That's what I imagine. And they you, have the get, zigzags all around. You'd get that flash. Mm. Yeah. And then uh, you could see the whole um, giraffe skeleton. I'm thinking, you know, the modules, you know, the, the mm. skull modules. Mm. I think they'd start like, shining at the end like mm. um, headlamps. Surely they should fit them with some sort of rod, a lightning rod up the side of the giraffe with some sort of insulation yeah. to draw the strikes i've often said that about giraffes they need oh, they need earth be, they need to be, be earthed. well with your with your steel umbrella <gasps> it's all maybe happening. you could put a steel umbrella on top of a giraffe no, that, get, that would make they it could probably get satellite tv with that <laughs> they need to be they need to be uh if you're going to earth one you need a leg caliper a leg caliper with a dragon section that touched the floor would have been all right but of course you know they're expendable so i don't suppose they get never mind time. that frank where was stephen tomkinson when all this was going on in makeup, I think he was hosting Opinionated. Some terrible mix-up. <laughs> oh yeah, because he's your looky likey. He's my looky likey. Um, so they say. Uh, to me, he looks like a pale, drawn character. But um, maybe I do to other people. To me, I look like you know Sir Trevor Macdonald. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> Can I say I had a terrible moment at the football match um, very recently? I was sitting next to this chap who I. I've spoken to him before, but I don't know who he is. I don't know his name or anything. And uh, we were watching the game, and we're talking about <clears throat> one of the uh, one of our um, blokes who play wide, you know, wingers as they mm-hmm. used to call them. One of them was uh, limping a bit. And I said, "The trouble is, we 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 got no wide players on the bench." And he went huh, a bit nervously, and I thought well, it wasn't such a. And then I realised, I thought he he thinks I've said white players. <gasps> He oh. thinks I've said the trouble is we've got no white players on the bench, oh. and I thought, and he's not gonna he's not gonna think I'm just that's just a casual observation. He's gonna he's gonna obviously associate that with all sorts of terrible things oh. about me. But I thought I can't, you can't I can't say go. true. By the way, I I said white, I said wide. I don't you think I said white because obviously that, that then looks like you you did say it, yeah, and you think yeah. oh he's not a brother in arms. I better I yeah. better. Oh, it was so what did very... you do? You left it hanging there. I left it. So he's gone away thinking I'm some sort of racist. Oh, you shouldn't have left it hanging. No, why? Well, what I would have then done, Yeah. and this is the difference between you and I, I would have co- constructed an anecdote involving the word white, which I would have pronounced very differently than he would have realised. <laughs> do you see? Oh. You see, I started talking quite a lot about my comic relief work. <laughs> <laughs> And I thought that would that would balance. It. But yeah, it's gone away thinking I'm a racist. Oh. It's um, I, well, I don't know. I have to try something out. What, what can I do? Perhaps if I turned up in the full African gown next <laughs> and, and the ethnic hat, would I'm that sure, help? I'm not sure that will help. Is that, is that a mistake? <laughs> Maybe in the West Brom collars. No. <laughs> well, I'll think of something. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio, the softest, mintiest show in town. Sponsored by Tree Bar Soft Mints. Absolute.